It's Thursday, October 31, Boo, 2019. We have ended, finally, the war on clean, beautiful coal. People going back to work. Not so much. Nation's largest coal company files for bankruptcy. California's wildfires and blackouts hold ominous warning for every state in the nation. Plus, zero emission vehicles is the wave of the future. Major auto companies side with Trump administration against California on auto emission standards. All of that and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. You know what they say, give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day. Teach a man to fish and he'll drain the oceans, bleach the coral reef, and bring the extinction of the human race. <laughs> this is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, speaking of extinction, not good news for the coal industry again today. No, definitely not. Here's Donald Trump during the campaign in 2016. We're going to put the miners back to work. And here is President Trump just last week. The American coal industry, which is now starting to thrive again. Turns out he's still wrong. The nation's largest coal company, Murray Energy, this week became the eighth coal company to seek bankruptcy protection this year alone. Owner Robert Murray is a million-dollar Trump donor and climate change denier, whose long wish list of demands to protect his company from competition from cheaper, cleaner natural gas and renewables has been mostly enacted by his former lobbyist-turned-environmental protection agency administrator, Andrew Wheeler. Trump's energy department is even now trying to orchestrate a multi-billion billion-dollar taxpayer bailout of the coal industry. Now a big question is whether Murray will use bankruptcy court to shed his obligations to fund coal miner pensions and health care. I don't get it. Robert Murray got just about everything he wanted from the Trump administration, and yet eight coal companies have declared bankruptcy? Why is that? Market forces. Natural gas and renewables are cheaper and cleaner. And Nobody wants dirty, deadly coal anymore. Meanwhile, California's wind-driven wildfires continue to rage, and for the first time ever, the National Weather Service issued this week an unprecedented extreme red flag warning for Southern California, forecasting ultra-dry conditions and hurricane-force wind gusts, which in turn triggered new preemptive blackouts to prevent downed electrical wires from igniting additional fires. The state's largest electric utility, Pacific Gas, Gas and Electric is already in bankruptcy due to liability from fires in previous years that were caused by its aging equipment. And that, according to climate policy professor Leah Stokes on Democracy Now!, is a warning for utilities in every state. If one utility from just two years of fires has up to $30 billion in liability, what will that mean for our infrastructure and our organizations across the United States as climate change worsens? Hmm. Coal companies declaring bankruptcy, privately owned for-profit fossil fuel utility companies declaring bankruptcy. I'm starting to see a pattern here, Des. Yes, and you may want to also think about coastal infrastructure. I'd rather not. A new study concludes that previous projections of sea level rise caused by man-made global warming are probably too optimistic. That severe coastal flooding will hit the world's major coastal cities within the next 30 years. You mean the bad news that we've been hearing for years 
is not bad enough on this score? <laughs> exactly. Great. Nearly 300 million people are now living on land that will be below high tide lines in 2050. But the researchers do note that the actual impact of rising seas will depend on how much governments are willing to spend on adaptation measures like seawalls and whether governments choose to reduce emissions or not. I'd say not. Finally, a big split in the auto industry. General Motors, Fiat Chrysler, and Toyota this week announced they are intervening on the side of the Trump administration against the state of California as the administration attempts to strip the state of its authority under the Clean Air Act to enact more stringent fuel economy standards and emissions rules for cars and trucks in coming years, more stringent than federal standards. Ford, Honda, Volkswagen, and BMW are sticking with California. In a House oversight hearing on Wednesday, former California Governor Jerry Brown excoriated the automakers for choosing to abandon higher standards and increase air pollution to boost their short-term profits. Brown warned that, as happened in the 1970s, the U.S. auto industry will be left behind as the world market shifts to electric vehicles. California is the way of the future. The combustion car is going the way of the dodo bird. Consumers are pledging to boycott GM, Chrysler, and and Toyota for choosing to join in the attack on California's air quality and emission standards and for choosing to intentionally make climate change worse. I'm just thinking about those poor dodo birds. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. And thanks in advance to those of you who stop by bradblog.com slash donate to help the Green News Report celebrate our upcoming 1,000th episode. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Nothing safe.